Hey there, Koejo here, and I understand that running your own Facebook ads can be quite complicated and intimidating, and yet, at this point, you're not ready to hire out Facebook ad management. So, if this is you, I can teach you how to run your own Facebook ads. One-on-one, -on -one, unlimited support over the next 28 days. We will have three Zoom calls, and in between those calls, you get all the support and all my strategies I will audit your graphics, your ad copy, make sure that you're set up the way that's working best for my clients. We'll take care of all the analytics. I will coach you step-by-step step how to troubleshoot ads, how to know when to scale, and how to read all the signs so that you're equipped to run successful lead magnet campaigns and profitable sales campaigns and registration campaigns for your launch or what have you. If you need this kind of support from me right now, then click the link in the show notes below. It's the art of online business forward slash call. I've been doing this all along, but now the offer is just focused on helping you run your successful ad campaign within the next 28 days and the next five people get a pretty nice discount. All right, the link is in the show notes below. Back to the episode. Hey, my friends, my name is Rick Mulready, and I'm an online business coach. I'm an ads expert, and I'm all about helping online course creators and coaches make more money in their business while working fewer hours. But most importantly, I'm a father and I'm a husband. With this podcast, you're going to learn exactly how to become what we here call the optimized CEO of your business. And that means you're optimizing your sales and marketing, your time, and your mindset so that you can have more freedom, a bigger impact, and make more money. So grab a coffee, open up your favorite notes app. This is the Art of Online Business Podcast. What's up, my friends? Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. As always, I super appreciate you. Uh, this is episode number 527 here of the podcast. And today, I wanted to talk about kind of what seems like a really small, minuscule topic, but it's actually really important, okay? And the reason I wanted to to, to uh, create this episode for you is... Um, as part of Accelerator, Accelerator is my coaching program for online course creators and online coaches who are already more advanced in their business. They're already doing minimum seven to eight K per month in revenue from their online business. And they're looking to increase profit, have a bigger impact, all the while less hustle, right? Doing all those things in fewer hours every week, okay? So by the way, if that's you and you wanna learn more and apply, it's application only, it's rickmulready.com forward slash accelerator. Now, as part of Accelerator, one thing that we offer uh, is weekly audits. And so that's where members can submit whatever they like for me to review. And I'll record a personalized Loom video, um, back with my critique, my feedback, my insights, my recommendations, then you go and implement those changes. And so one thing I've been seeing a lot of lately, most weeks, in fact, for the past several months, actually, from multiple people, uh, they've been asking for a critique of their landing page, whether it's a registration page or an opt-in page or a sales page. And 
the thing I'm consistently seeing when I'm doing these audits is the call to action button color. You know, the button where it says, you know, like click here, like register now, click here to register now, or click here to sign up now, or whatever it might be. That's your call to action button. And the color of those buttons, what I've been seeing time and time again is that color of the button is blending in to the rest of the page. And because I was seeing it over and over and over, I wanted to create this episode for you and share with you, uh, because I'm the nerd I am, (laughs) some research into the psychology of button color to really to even see if this was something that we should even be considering. Meaning, should we even be taking into account the psychology of colors in order to get more people to click on our buttons? Should we even take this into account? And and look, the, the basics when it comes to you know call to action button colors is that you want something that stands out, right? Um, you want something that's very easy, very clearly stands out so that somebody sees that and they're like, oh, I know that that's, I, they want me to click on that or that's, that's what I need to do in order to register or to buy or to sign up for this. And so again, being the nerd I am, I did a bunch of research on this. And so today I want to share with you some things that I found. And so according to unbounce.com, which is a great website, here's a breakdown. I thought this was really interesting. Here's a breakdown of some of the most popular color associations. This really surprised me. And I, I just didn't know about these types of things because this isn't my background or anything like that. So blue, when it comes to blue, it stands for trustworthiness, loyalty, and sincerity. It's seen as an intellectual color that also has associations with communication, logic, and coolness. I think that's more of a temperature <laughs> coolness, right? Or it could be mean, it could be like, you know, I'm cool. Now, yellow, that's blue. Yellow is seen as a youthful, optimistic color that grabs attention. It's also associated with emotions, self-esteem, creativity, and friendliness. Okay, so that's yellow. Red is a very physical color, which according to Unbounce, the article I read, quickens the heart rate and promotes urgency, right? Like, you know, think of a red stoplight or red stop sign. It stands for energy, courage, strength, excitement, and defiance. And warmth is also commonly associated with the color red. Quick side note, I have actually never been a fan of a red call to action button color because we generally view the color red as stop, right? But in the, my research here, then I'm gonna, you know, I'll, I'll wrap up here um, with my takeaways and my recommendations for you. Is it kind of reversed that belief, right? Um, when it comes to the color red, now green. This is often seen as the color of wealth. Right? It's a relaxing color, which is the easiest one for the eyes to process, according to this article. It promotes balance, health, refreshment, and restoration, and is often associated with the environment. Okay, um, That's green. Orange is an aggressive color that creates a call to action. It's associated with fun, warmth, passion, and security. 
Now, by the way, I'm sharing with you what I found in my research. You might be like, I don't associate that. <laughs> I don't associate orange with, you know, um, fun or warmth, right? You might have very different beliefs about these colors. And that's going to be obviously very, very important here coming up. Um, pink is generally seen as a romantic feminine color. It stands for love, warmth, nurture, tranquility. Okay. Again, this is, these are generalities here. Purple, soothing color that has a spiritual element to it. It's commonly associated with things like luxury, vision, quality, and truth. And then finally, the color black is a powerful color that exudes sleekness, sophistication, and efficiency. And one thing that I found really interesting in a lot of the articles that I was that I was researching was it had a chart of all these different colors here, what each of the colors means, basically what I just shared with you. And then it had a whole bunch of brand logos, commonly, you know, we brand logos that we all recognize. And it was really interesting to see, like, for example, Coca-Cola, you know, red and what that stands for, et cetera. And it was just really interesting to, to kind of the psychology of colors is something I've never really gotten into um, at all. And so, so that's generally what, you know, colors, um, are often associated with. Now, again, you might be thinking like, well, I don't think about blue that way, or I don't think about green that way. The other thing to think about too, is colors mean different things in different cultures around the world. And so, you know, purple, might be might mean something like I just mentioned here in in the in the U.S., but it might mean com- something completely different in um, somewhere in Europe or in Africa or in Australia or whatever it might be. Right, just some another other cultures around the world. So it's just another thing to to think about. And so as I did this research, it became very clear to me that yeah. There's a, there is a complete psychology to color and what these colors stand for. But also during this research and in my years of experience in, in my own business and also seeing countless students, you know, landing pages, opt-in pages, registration pages, sales pages, et cetera. My friends, there is not one color that is better than another. I'm going to repeat that again. There's not one color that is better than another. Here's what I recommend that you do. And again, I don't mean to state the obvious here, but again, this is something I'm seeing a lot of right now. Choose a color that stands out, that does not blend in, that pops on the page. You want to make sure that it's different from the rest of the colors on the page. So for example, I've seen a lot of uh, button colors recently where they're blue, but there's blue in a lot of the text on the page and graphics and all that stuff. So it almost looks like just another piece of the page that's supposed to be there rather than the hey, this is a this this is a button that I want you to click, so it blends in too much. 
right? And so you want your button color to stand out, to pop, that there's no question that when somebody's scanning your page, because make no mistake, they are scanning your page and not reading every single word on your page, you want it to be very, very clear that that is a call to action button. That is that is a button that is an area that you want them to click, right? And maybe this color that is that you want that's that you're going to use to stand out, maybe it's in your brand colors. Maybe it's not. Maybe you don't even have brand colors. The key here, one color is not better than another. Choose a color that stands out, that is different from the other colors on the page, and then be consistent with that same button color throughout your page, okay? And as always, you know I talk about this all the time, test it out, right? Now, button color is not, it is actually very far down the list of things that I would test if a landing page is not converting well. It is it is quite far down the list, all right? So, but the purpose of this episode is I just wanted you to make sure that the button colors that you're using on your pages stands out, that it's not the same color as other things on the page because it's just gonna blend in And that can absolutely reduce your conversion rate. Again, whether it's your registration page or an opt-in page or a sales page, okay? Now, finally, the and, and I just wanna kind of throw this in here at the end because I also found that this was really, really interesting and I've been guilty of this forever in, in my business and you know the, 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 the call to action on the button, right? And so, I thought it was really interesting because I was in my research, I was coming across like, here are a few examples of bad call to action copy. And I was like, uh-oh. <laughs> it says, click here, download, submit, enter, you know, request, like request information here or whatever. I'm like, oh yeah, I've used I use click here a lot or register here, <laughs> right? And it makes total sense. And this came up in research over and over again that you know like they're they're basically just the the recommendation here and this is what we started to do more starting when we recreated my accelerator application page we we used all new calls to action um, on buttons in fact one of the buttons says i want to be i think it's like i want to be the the dumbest person in the room or something like that. When nobody's dumb, right? But you get the point. It, and I had literally had somebody who signed up for Accelerator said, that right there was like, oh, that's me. Boom. I'm clicking it to apply. And so it does matter what's on your call to action button, right? And so rather than the standard click here, the boring, you know, download now or whatever, highlight the action that you want the person to take, right? And so I, I found some examples here that I actually really liked. Um, like one was like, join the fun, get my, um, you know, uh, watch right now or watch the training now, give me more, let's talk, um, get my ebook, get my book, whatever it might be, right? So the the call to action on the button actually reflects the benefit that is going to happen once they click, 
think about that, right? And just think about those, those, you know, from this perspective and this mindset, if you will, put yourself as always into your customer's mind and let your call to action uh, button speak to them with the language that you're using. Getting away from the boring register now or download now or what have you. And um, that's something that we, we started doing in, I mean, late 2020 um, in two new sales pages or one new sales page, excuse me, and then one application page um, for Accelerator. And it's worked really, really well. So again, button color, very far down the list of things that I am testing on a page. However, if you take nothing else away from this episode here, choose a color. One color is not better than another. Choose a color that stands out, that does not blend in, and it's different from all the other colors on your page, okay? But again, in the grand scheme of things, it is it is as far as from testing perspective or split testing, it's far down the list. Make it stand out and you will very likely see your conversions increase as a result. Now, as I mentioned towards the beginning of the episode here, if you are an online course creator or you're an online coach and you're already averaging at least seven to 8K per month in revenue from your online business and you are looking to increase your profit, have a bigger impact with your business, all the while with less hustle, right? That is exactly what my team and I and the rest of the members of my Accelerator Coaching Program help you do. This is one-on-one coaching, group coaching, and a mastermind experience all wrapped up into one amazing, if I do say so myself, program. This is application only. So if you like my help and our help on your business, with your business, taking it to the next level, allowing you to scale with less hustle, then I want to invite you to apply. It's application only. Go to rickmulready.com forward slash accelerator. And while you're there, take notice of those, uh, what the call to action buttons say on them because we got creative with it and uh, they're really, really good. As always, my friend, thank you so much for listening and uh, watching today. Super appreciate you. I'll see you right back here for the next episode of the Art of Online Business Podcast. Do you want to avoid the seven biggest mistakes that burn through course creators' ad money? I see these over and over and over again, and I put them together in a mini email series. This is not fluff. Each of the seven mistakes, I also have a recorded video tutorial showing you inside of Facebook Ad Manager how to fix those mistakes. This is good, solid, and it will save you money or help you make more money with your Facebook ads. Click down in the show notes below. You'll see the link and you can go download it right now for free.